Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This is the best of two pros and a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, hell yeah. I live by him too. Save your eyes, man. <laughs> what happened? I, I be wearing these, like, those blue light uh, monitor glasses. Oh, yeah, blue light blocking glasses. Yeah, hey, yeah bro. it's good for you. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's like my eyes are... Have been amazing. Yeah. So you want to you know what you have to do? Wear them like now, yeah. but you got to wear them for like two, you know, three hours before you go to bed. It's crazy. Try that too. Yeah. I wear them all day. What? I don't know. That understand. might be a little much, but okay. I don't know. Yeah, I just, yeah. it, my eyes, like, my eyes are the worst thing about what I got going on. Like, with I mean, this. I, I disagree with that. <laughs> Dang. Dang. I mean, sometimes I get lost in those eyes. I oh. do too. Well, thank you. I mean, I do, well, I'm, I'm so flattered you get, by you both. Because you get a little upset when I reference it, but it reminded me of another story you told once. Oh, you're so dumb. Yeah, I did. I, and I don't understand why y'all can't get over it. It happened one time <laughs> in my entire life. Because it was a guy. I also think it's the it way you told the story. Like, in that moment, I think you went back to that moment and you were mesmerized again. Well, it's... <laughs> I just thought it was funny because Jamie Foxx made it funny. You know, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, you looked at him, didn't you? Like, da, 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 ha, 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 everybody laughs. It's like all fun and games until it really happens in real life. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see Prince. And then, and then you and see then... Prince in real life, and then you're like, wait. In, in, in your defense, there's probably some people, like, you can't not look. It's it's like, you know, when people say, like, oh, you you know, don't look at the car accident. You're going to hold. It's like, well, yeah, it's hard not to look at it. Because you're like, hey, what's holding up traffic? You look, you're like, oh. Now you're like assessing all of it. Sometimes you see people and you're like, man, that's a unique look. It's a unique look. What's happening? Person. What's going on over there? What's going you know? on over there? That's yeah. exactly what was going on. Then you're kind of like, is he wearing eyeliner? And is I was like, dang, is he wearing eyeliner or is he not? Yeah. Like, did, did did he do his eyebrows? Like, does he yeah, have like, makeup is that, on? Is that natural? Like, there's some rock bands, Jonas, that I'm like, I, I don't know. I think that might be natural. <laughs> Oh well, maybe yeah, it's not. all those guys from the '80s, like they still wear eyeliner. 
I mean, do they? Uh, yes. Uh, I, I, I forgot to tell you. So I forgot <laughs> I to what, tell maybe you. I said this story. So my wife and I went out to this concert, and you know, there's like an opening act or whatever. And these two dudes came out, and they seemed really close and like best friends, you know, with the band and all oh, that. Boy. So it's kind of neat or whatever. Oh, boy. But uh, they're like, hey, you know, stop by the merch shop. But uh, we'll be doing this, this, and that in the show. Well, we we cut out of the main concert just a little bit early. And, and they made it seem like they were going to hang around and be there for, like, you know, autographs or whatever after. But they cut out. So as I was leaving, I opened the door for my wife. And then, like, they're coming right, right behind her to walk outside to, like, go bounce. And I guess pop around town and hit some of the bars. And then I was like, man, that dude's got eyeliner on. He still still has it on. Yeah. You know? He like, still like, has right. it on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I guess he's just going out like that. Like, he's, it's not like a character. That's just like him. You know? It's a thing, man. Yeah. Like they, uh, they'll walk around with that stuff on and it's just, that's their go-to. They feel like what, for whatever reason that makes them like, look, you guys have done TV. The second yeah. I, the second you're done, do you not get makeup wipes and, and get rid of that stuff the as second. fast oh, as possible? Yeah. The second. It's, it's I don't, like, even, I feel I don't, I don't even do stuff for like the digital stuff I do. That's how much I hate doing that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go ahead, Lamar. I said a humble brag. Yeah. No, I was like, yeah, it. I was. <laughs> I was oh, just agreeing with you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's it's more mean, of like I just didn't feel like doing that. I mean, the two of you guys did more TV than me. I, I've done no TV this year. What are you so, talking about? I've done no TV. What do you, I mean, You've this done counts. TV. YouTube? Like, this stuff counts. You've done TV. You you had your own show. No, stop. You know? um, but the blue light and glasses. And I was in my Jamaican spot, shots up the hilltop, <laughs> and I was watching Q. I took a picture of it, and I sent it to y'all. He was all on my. He was Hilltop. all on the digital screen. Hilltop, baby. Wait, you were in Hilltop? No, nah, I was at Hilltop, Jamaica. Hill, Hilltop, oh, Jamaican oh. Uh, food. Oh, yeah. Hilltop. Mm-hmm. I thought you were back in Columbus. I know about Hilltop. No, yeah. no. Um, but what was so the back to the glasses? They yep. uh, protect your eyes from what looking at screens. I really long? don't know, man. But my daughter was like, "Dad, you need to wear these." You look good, and man. I was like, "Why?" She's like, it'll make your eyes feel better. I know your eyes be like hurting and they're like real fatigued and all this stuff. I put these bad boys on and it's like my eyes have felt so rejuvenated. It's like weird. Hmm. It's like I I, I can't explain it. I'll put it like this. It's like putting sunblock on so you're, it's not as harsh on your skin like the sun. You know what I'm saying? Like it lessens the effect of looking at a screen all day. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. I had no idea. I I guess. I also think it helps yeah. you get to um, like a deeper sleep when you sleep. I thought it was all placebo effect. I didn't think it was real. I started doing it though because I had a buddy who like this is a long, long time ago. He told me about it, and I was like, "All right, I'll, I'll try it out." Looks kind of goofy because I've even got like the real like old school old person like blue light like the mm. you know old blue blockers. Mm-hmm. Like like everyone obviously you know thought it was fun in the uh, man. What was the movie? They all go to Vegas. They lose their buddy, their friend. Oh, oh, the uh, Hangover, right? Hangover. Yeah. Like everyone always makes fun of the one character because you know I think it's funny because he wore those. But I'm like, no, those are actually really good to wear before you go to bed or like out when you're in the sun. Oh, I'm gonna do it. I'll tell you what yeah. else is really good to wear. What? Driving around in a car, some tire rack tires. Tire we rack. Podcasting yeah. live from the tirerack.com. <laughs> tire studios. rack. Tirerack.com will help you get there. And under tire rack. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over ten thousand recommended installers. Tirerack.com. The way. Tire buying should be bottom two, tires. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, um, it is a leap day 
And uh, I would like to give a shout out. A LeVar Leap Day? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Hey. Damn, yeah. I got a play named after what, me, dog. That's, what up, that's what up Champagne? Yeah. Well, we were in State College. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, how's but it was against your, your Chicago team. No, not mine. No? Not an Illinois guy. Oh, no. oh you're not? I mean, it, it's three hours from Chicago. Like Champagne. How far Chicago. from How far from uh, Mammoth, though? Oh, long ways. Long ways. What county is that? Western mm. part of the state. Uh, I think it was, what do we call Trigger. it? Trigger. Walton County. Oh, uh, Galesburg's in Galesburg. No- Galesburg's in Knox County. Knox yeah. County. That's where the train station is. You get dropped off of Galesburg and go over to Monmouth. You know, home of White Earp. Oh. But again, I mean, you know, we're just we're talking uh, western part of Illinois here. Uh, but the point is, what was what was Wyatt Earp's older brother's name? I don't know. Gotcha. Hell, I knew I'd stump you. How would I know that? I don't know, but he's the dude with the dope voice and and um, one with uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, in real life, yeah. Sam Elliott's great. Is he the dopest in, or what? In Roadhouse. He was also in The Big Lebowski. That dude is a dope <laughs> dude, man. He's got one hell of a voice, man. He's, if I could come back as anybody else, it'd be him. <laughs> and I just, I just walk around with that big ass mustache on and just talk. <laughs> and then he was, uh, he was in A Star Is Born, right? He was the older brother of mm-hmm, uh, Bradley. Mm-hmm, Co- mm-hmm, you know who was mm-hmm. supposed to play that role? The older brother of Bradley Cooper, who Howard Stern. No, that was offered to Howard Stern. It definitely wouldn't and, have hit. And the he same said way. he said he just didn't think that he would be good enough for the role. And then, and then he interviewed Bradley Cooper afterwards, and and he was like, and you know what, I was right. <laughs> like, Sam Elliott was way better. crushed it. Yeah, crushed it. Yeah, he was great. Um, but uh, it is. But he's day. better as a cowboy, though. Yeah, no, he's awesome. Yeah, when he's a cowboy, is is it's all it's all money. That's a guy who should be doing Stetson commercials uh, easily. He is like his name should be Stetson. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. That? I don't know. It might be a little late. Um, Can I ask this question? Like, it's it's leap day and a leap year. Like, do you guys view this day any different? Just because it only comes around once every what four years? Um, I, I like, do. You view- do anything different? No, no. Do you listen to like the jump. Duh. But I do, uh, I do want to give a shout out to somebody who has made leap that, like, they've made me reevaluate the way I planned my wedding Mm, because Justin Cooper, who is uh, the executive producer of the Ben Maller Show, uh, the star of Liar Liar, was kind enough to autograph a VHS and send it to the graduate in Columbus. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, they have a Liar Liar. He sent a picture over and everything. He's getting married today. Oh, nice. Congrats, Coop. That's awesome, man. Hell yeah, that's awesome. It's so smart and cheap. Once every four years. Bingo. Yeah. Like, talk about thinking like three steps ahead of everybody else. How about that? Just, you know, once every four years. Ain't that hard. I was just going to say, though, like, think about his five year anniversary. It looks a little different than most. Yeah. That's right. a long. That's a long ass five years. It is. Yeah, Yeah, you don't. So you don't have to say happy anniversary for the next four years. No. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a really, it's a great, and it's a weekday, which means you're going to get rock bottom prices on wherever he decides to get married. I mean, he's a big gambler, so it's probably at like some uh, some casino somewhere anyways. So I did March 12th. Did you? I, like I thought that, that yeah. was pretty genius. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. The, and and what, what happens around March 12th? St. Patty's Day. Oh, good man. That's right. That's what's my son's birthday coming yeah. up. That's what I'm excited, man. Turned one years old. I get it. See, man. we did, we did three seven one four <laughs> for a reason. 
Mm. Plug that into your phone. See what word that that creates. Oh, you know that's a great. That is a great. Do it. Do it. What's wrong with you? I don't want to. Do it. I'm not ready for that yet. Three um, seven. Lee, what's kids. <laughs> yeah, do it? What's the other one? D. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. You've ever when people figure that out? It's, on, it's on not pagers? a bad one. Come on. You've ever when people figure that out on pagers? Like, hey, turn it upside down, and it says boobless. You do all the coding. Um, Lee, what is the origin of Leap Day? Why do we still do this crap? Is this one of these old like uh, daylight savings moves where it made sense back in the day and now not anymore? Well, it still does make sense. And yes, it is connected to that, that it keeps us in line with the seasons, uh, you know, with, with the revolve, revolving of the uh, of the earth. We're often off by like 11 minutes every year. So every four years, you have to add an extra day to, you know, re uh, sync with the cycle of the seasons. It's the Gregorian calendar. Uh, mm. Julius Caesar uh, started that. I actually took it from the Egyptians. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of history about the leap day. Uh, and funny enough, I'm reading about this, is that in Greek tradition, it's actually considered bad luck to get married on a leap day. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Coop going against the grain there. I mean, some would say it's bad luck to get married on any day. Uh, I was oh. thinking the same thing. I just wasn't <laughs> going to say it. I, I did I did hear the story about um, this man. He, he was telling a secret of how he was married 50 years. Pretty incredible. And he said, you know, like the whole, you got to marry your best friend. He's like, you got to take her on like, you know, great trips and, and go on excursions together. And he says, you know, I, I dropped her off for our 30th year anniversary. I dropped her off in Europe. And he is like, and I'm going to pick her up in you know, two days for our 50th anniversary. So. I that's about yeah. Like, have at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have at it. So, yeah. uh, so that's sort of the, uh, that's the origin. A lot of, uh, sounds like a lot of mumbo jumbo to me, mm. to be honest with you. I mean, well, if it was, came from an Egyptian calendar, didn't they have more than one wife back then? So I mean, I mean, so marry, get married on that leap year didn't really matter because you had you know fill-ins anyway, right? I'm just saying, you know. I mean, historically speaking, and and to make a St. Patty's Day connection in in Ireland, it was back in the fifth century. They made it so that on leap day was when women were allowed to propose to men. So connect it all together there. Mm. Oh, so they were way ahead of Bumble. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Is that how you know about Bumble? Yeah. How do you know about Bumble? (laughs) Yeah. I've just heard stories. I just, uh, <laughs> a friend was telling me. Okay. I've seen a bee pop up on a screen once or twice. Oh, okay. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've heard some stories. Um, My homie had that happen to him the other day, man. <laughs> it's, he, he, was hanging out with, screen? he was hanging out with his chick. <laughs> and she was using the phone for something. <laughs> One of them dates. <laughs> One of the notifications hit. You talk about a rush. He said his face hit the floor. <laughs> like I, I had that happen. What, what, what are you doing in that situation, bro? <laughs> he said, I just froze. I just tried to act like I was invisible. Like, like, can you see me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was frozen. That's great. Hey, and I, somebody else's phone or something? Why? And it was like, well, I guess apparently it was like one of those notifications where you had to like engage the person. Oh, yeah. You had to engage them for them to, to be responding back to right. you. Your free trial's over. Oh, no. Oh, you're active. You're actively 
You're actively swiping or whatever it is. <laughs> You're actively on this bad boy. Yeah, like, that's not dang. great. That uh, <laughs> doesn't seem ideal for anybody. Bumble. Uh, but uh, but hey, this is uh, it all ties together. So a happy leap day to everybody out there, and just a hell of a job by Justin Cooper. Getting good job, right. Coop. That sounds and good bad. luck, my guy. That's it's awesome. all downhill from here. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. So, um, Chiefsaholic, I don't even want to call him by his real name. Was it like Xavier? Xavier uh, Babudar or whatever. I don't even, who cares? <laughs> the guy was like a, a bank robber and uh, he's got money laundering charges and uh, also attached to it. He's the guy who dresses up in the Zubas and the entire uh, wolf outfit and has robbed a bunch of banks. Um, so he was arrested and um, he faces 50 years in prison. And you're probably thinking like, oh, good riddance. Screw this guy. And then all of a sudden his lawyer stepped up yesterday and uh, dropped one of the great speeches you'll ever hear when defending his client. Let's take a listen. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chief Saholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chief's Kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. <laughs> what? Isn't this dude facing up to like 40 years in prison? 50. 50. You know. 50. <laughs> so just so people understand, didn't he rob like, was it 11 different banks? Yeah. And yeah. about $800,000 was stolen? <laughs> he's uh, He's been active. He was successful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a good bank robber. Jeez. Yeah. And he would do There's it. There's still hope. And he would do it in the costume, correct? You think like, that's weird? Or real, whatever is attorney. I mean, that that can't be real, is it? All right. So I, I heard the sound and I thought, there's no way this guy's actually a football fan because if he was, he would know how cheesy that sounded, and it sounded really forced. Like he looked up a bunch of football terms right before he wrote his speech and said, "This is really going to play well." And then I looked up his Twitter account. I'm assuming this is his Twitter account, and it says his profile says Kansas Cityan. Husband, father, attorney, force of nature. Oh, dot, wow. Dot, dot. Oh, wow. So this guy. He's, he's full of himself. It was more about him than full it was of about. Himself. I was going to go the D-bag route. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's one way of putting it. I mean, <laughs> it's not about the chief's a holic. It's not about Xavier. It's about the lawyer. This is my moment to shine. Do you think he's going to get more clients because of this? Yeah, probably so. <laughs> I, hope, I hope not. Probably if so. People give him business because of that. I mean, they're doing it because they they think it's funny. Like, if you're 
if, think about it. Like he's defending a guy who's facing 50 years in prison. Oh, like, <laughs> what person who's in that situation's like, that's my attorney. I want the one who's making football puns the whole time. I mean, <laughs> and what exactly are you defending? Like, what is your defense? How are you going to get him off? Like, well, he pled guilty. Right. So what what he said, we got a lot of work to do. Like, I don't know if like, they're playing him down or what, or what this process is now. I obviously don't have a legal background. How many, uh, if you had to guess, uh, over under five and a half football terms in that one minute clip, like how many, how many would you I go? thought I heard five, unless okay. I missed one. And right. I, or didn't I'm going to take the under. Okay. Um, he had knee touching. Yeah, he did say fumble. knee touching. He did talk about a comeback. I thought that was a bedroom term. (laughs) It might be six now. Let's do it again. (laughs) Don't you let that knee touch down. (laughs) Get it up. Get it up. Mark, can we? (laughs) Don't y'all let that knee touch down. I thought that was bedroom talk. (laughs) My bad. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing. One. And Xavier's pocket was collapsing. Two. But today... Xavier stepped into the pressure. Three. Three. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. Four. And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chiefs' kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Yeah, I got four. four. Yeah, it's like four. I mean, there's some other things There there was football-related. It just wasn't a... Like yeah, term, weird. it wasn't like an official term. <laughs> Wait, Xavier, Xavier, <laughs> Yar. yeah, Yar. said it. Did he start off saying by Xavier? They said Xavier, Xavier, <laughs> the way said the second time. And then the fact that he called him by his nickname, Chiefsaholic, <sighs> like dork. just to let him <laughs> branding let him know that. I mean, listen, uh, you know, like there, there are you know worse lawyers out there. I would say. I'm not that I'm not that upset about it. I just I think, mean if if he's representing me, lawyers, the guy the guy pleaded guilty. Like what did this guy even do? Like honestly. <laughs> At least he's showing viral some, some energy, showing some 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 passion. Little like he's really yeah, he he really <laughs> wants you to understand that while this dude may have knocked over all these these banks, I mean he really is a phenomenal guy that loves the Chiefs. And he was a season ticket holder, correct? So he's a season ticket holder of the Chiefs. I think that yeah, those got to pay them bills. I was going to say, so how much are season tickets to to a Chiefs? Not uh, eight hundred grand. I mean, best team in the NFL. By the way, that's about taxes. I mean, really, it's like making one point six million if you if you really want to get a dig into it. Dang, I'm just saying, you're right. Books, yeah, it is off the books. You're right. That cash goes a little further when they ain't taxing it. Dang. Yeah, I, I, I ain't think, stunting uh, if you got it. This, <laughs> so I ain't paying for that. I uh, ain't paying for that. <laughs> so, so yes, this is uh, so that, you know, it just uh, just a tremendous <laughs> I ain't job. Paying for it. <laughs> so Wesley <lesson> snipes. <laughs> uh, so uh, just congratulations to Chiefsaholic. Uh, you've got yourself a hell of an attorney. Well, talk there. to Samson. It's, uh, it I is. need to talk to my lawyer, please. 
I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> I got a good client. He's a good man. Right. Um, the best part about this is I've never seen the dude's face. Hmm. Oh, Chiefs of Hollock, yeah. Yeah, every time they talk about it on the news that I would see, he would always be in the uh, Y'all want to see my face? Like Y'all want to see my face? I mean, by the sounds of his last name, I don't I don't know what he – I don't know what he – What are you getting? Well, I don't know what you we're know, getting. You know, know, you know who's an expert that. at this? I don't know no, what we're you know, getting. You know who's an expert at this? Let's let's bring in our resident expert in last name heritage. Uh-oh. That would be one Lee Delap. Yeah, <laughs> Lee. What were what would Xavier Babudar? What would that be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lee, go ahead and walk, uh, walk on that walk yeah. on that bed of coals. <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's hard to find out. Bump uh, into that hornet. It's, it's hard to find it's out. Hard to find out. <laughs> what? Well, on, well, well, while I vamp, I'll let you know. Uh, after pleading guilty, he did have to surrender five hundred thirty-two thousand in restitution, as well as give up a autographed oil painting of Patrick Mahomes. Oh, which is a weird one, right? Up. That wait, you have to give up your autographed oh, painting. Way to cut right, straight straight through his heart, there. I mean, come on, that's an autographed oil painting. Jeez, it says it's traced back to Britain and Ireland, but wow, Babudar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and Xavier would not. <laughs> You know, I, don't, uh, I didn't see a lot of uh, I didn't see a lot of I see, I see a lot of saloons in Ireland called Babudars um, when we were out there. To be honest, I, I'm seeing a different one though. I'm where it says Italian, the East Asian. Yeah, and he, yeah, and Italian. You're seeing Italian there, Lee. Well, it, in a form of Babudar, Babu Babudri, Babudri. Interesting. What? Well, hey. <laughs> what? Uh, if it ends in a vowel, I think you, yeah. You know, it goes, <laughs> it's a paisan. <laughs> I think that's just saying. Yeah. Seen Hindi, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that would have been my guess. But regardless, congratulations, sir. You're going to get uh, at least a couple of decades sure, in prison. Shop in that aisle, so. oh. Uh, oh, man. Would you text him what we did during the break, please? So we could <laughs> <laughs> dispel some rumors about huh. some people here on the show uh, and which aisles they shop in. Huh. We were not picky. Um, all right, so it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have another edition of In Case You Missed it. Argentina. You saw that? Argent, it's Argent, Argentinian. Yeah. yeah. I can see that, yeah. That makes sense. Well, I accentally sent it to Scott's. Uh oh. No. You don't want to do what that two, two shows in a row. Oh, come, come on, really? Lee. What are you doing? Lee, did you What really? is with you Let guys? that man sleep. Well, no, well the Xavier. Xavier. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Now, the well, other one. Here's the yeah. thing is, don't do what LeVar did. Don't follow it up with five more text <laughs> messages at this hour. Hey, Q, why do you think you're funny, man? <laughs> why you think you're funny? Saying, like, that was what I thought was why the funniest think, why part you think was. You, funny? you know that's what you say before you start wrestling somebody in the locker room. Like, hey, man, why you why you think you're so funny, huh? Why? You funny, huh? Why do you think you're so funny? Then you grab them up, you start wrestling them. I usually didn't try to wrestle any dudes in the locker room. Yeah, I love to wrestle dudes. Like, why do you think you're so funny, Q, huh? Wally and his child, too. Why do you think you're funny, Q? Like, come here, Q. Like, make people uncomfortable. Damn. That's right. That would definitely make some people uncomfortable. You got that right. I was that dude. Yeah. I'm just saying, what I felt funny up, about you. yesterday's was you tried to, like, patch it up by continuing to But text. I was joking, though. I, I hope know, you know I, I was joking. All right, okay, all right. This is, but that joking. was just the funny part of it was yeah, I mean, just you kept texting. Yeah. It was like, oh, sorry. That's what I thought. We, I, I apologize well, again. Well, I, I appreciate you giving me my props because I was trying to make it funny. It was funny. I thought who, it was funny. Who brought this up in the break? What problem? Jonas. What do you mean? 
Is that funny, though? Uh, and, I mean, I watched them execute, and it, like, happened right then and there. And I don't know everybody why I got this, excited. but I was like, hi, Al. As as, <laughs> hi, Al. Hey, you know what? First thing that came to my brain. <laughs> this time of the morning, that dog hunts. So, yeah, right now. All hey, I'm going to say is, after seeing the mug shot... Yeah, 50 looks about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give him about 50, 50 years to think about what he did, you know? It's like, I can't, yeah. I, I, I'd have to assume that the streets are it's, a tad bit safer for 50 not years. That's not a remorseful mugshot. That doesn't look very, what, what oh, do you say, man. repentant? Well, they took his oil painting. What do you want from him? All right. I'd be pissed, too. If I were Patrick Mahomes, I would feel a certain type of way that that man had an oil painting of me in his crib. Like, I might feel a tad bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like, didn't they make a movie about him? Like, wasn't his name? Uh, who was with uh, uh, De Niro? Wasn't De Niro and, and Wesley Snipes? Was it Wesley Snipes? That was it, Eddie? Was The Fan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a good movie. That, was a, that movie was depressing, man. Yeah. Why was why he jacking? Why it was just, he out to jack up Jamie Foxx, yeah. though? <laughs> it's just like... Like, you're a fan, bro. You're, you're not supposed to jack up the guy you're into. Like, yeah. I'd be scared. And then one of the guys got... Uh, one of his teammates got killed in the shower. Benicio Del Toro. Oh, was it yeah, Benicio Del Toro? Him. That's who yeah. it was, yeah. Yep. Stabbed him in the uh, femoral artery or whatever, right? Yeah, that's, that's LeVar's guy. Benicio Del Toro. How's that, that my true? guy? Who well, is you it? love Benicio Del guy? Toro. The guy How's from, that his you, guy? The guy from Usual Suspects. Oh, yeah. Which oh, one? Oh, Which one? Right. The guy who talked like this. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it flip you. Yeah. Yeah. It flip you. Flip you. Flip you for yeah. real. And I the, say, you know what he said? He said, I'm just flip you. <laughs> huh? What do you say? I don't know. That's <laughs> it. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty 
tool to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play, you call every shot, from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest, GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. We turn it over to our guy, Albert Breer. He is the senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, the lead content strategist there as well, too. You can get him on Twitter or X at Albert Breer, and hopefully he still has a cocktail in hand from his Wednesday night out. Albert, how are we feeling? Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i not that aggressive anymore. But oh, uh, you, guys, you guys can probably hear the bass in my voice. So. <laughs> yeah, we can. I'm not retired Yeah, we either. can. I'm not retired either. <laughs> a little bit of bass, that's all. Hey, tell me a little bit about the nightlife there in Indy. How's it been? Is it like it used to be back in the old days? You know, throwing down some throat burners there at the yeah. bar, Prime 47? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's – it's not like – honestly, like there's less – there's fewer people here, like in general. Like it's um, – you know, like I think teams have kind of scaled back on who they're sending, a lot less coaches and – I can even tell you guys this, like there are teams that are bailing all together this afternoon because the interviews will be done. And so they're going to go back and, you know, watch the workouts on their, in their home cities. Like there are a couple of teams that will be completely gone from here. Um, so like, I think it's just the dynamic changed. And I think as the NFL's continues to try to turn this thing into a circus, it feels to me like the football people have less and less time for it. Um, and so, you know, I think, you know, in a, in, in a certain way, it's, it's kind of funny. The, you know, the bigger they've tried to make it, the more the people that really matter um, push away from it. So I don't know if they'll try to fix that, but it's definitely something I noticed. And that was a good way of dodging the question, I think. Right On that point, Albert, is there a sense from, like, sometimes, like, players get knocked for not working out, but when you have head coaches – who aren't even there, who don't go at all. I mean, would you say it's a little bit hypocritical then to ask a player to be there to go test and all that when the guys he's going to try to be playing for aren't even there? Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know, but I, I don't think those people are pointing fingers at anybody. I think it's the league that really pushes these kids to show out, to show up, to, to to work out because they they want them to be part of the entertainment product. You know, I I don't think you know I don't think the head coaches who are skipping you know coming here or 
the general managers who are going home today rather than staying for the workouts. I don't think those are the people who are pointing the finger and saying, no, Marvin Harrison needs to needs to get out there and run routes and, and run a 40, or Caleb Williams needs to throw. Like, I think that's the NFL people that are saying that. So I, I understand what you're saying, Brady. Um, but I, I don't. I think the people that are that are leaving here, or that didn't even show up here, um, don't have a huge problem with players not working out or players not, you know, lifting or running or any of the other stuff here. I think most of the teams value, and I, I think this part of it's been the same way for a long time. Um, I think most of the teams value the medicals and the interviews way more than than all the stuff that's on TV. AB, what's the first first name that comes to mind when I ask you who are the people buzzing about uh, on downtime, down hours, you know, and, and the conversations going around? Yeah, well, it's obviously the the, um, the the veteran players that could be moved are part of the conversation, no question. So, you know, where's Justin Fields going to end up? Um, you know, Legereus Sneed, um, it looks like he's probably going to be traded. Um, before the beginning of the league year, or at least they'll come to an agreement to trade him. Um, you know, if he could find a suitor, you know, Zach Wilson's name. So there's like a lot of, you know, like those veteran names out there. Um, you know, and then as far as like the college kids go, um, you know, I, you know, Caleb Williams is still the big one. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the chance he'll have here to, to answer the questions for himself. Um, is he okay with going to Chicago? I know he's already said it a couple times. Um, but I'm sure he'll, you know, be asked about it again, and um, you know, and then 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 I think the the, the next tier of quarterbacks after the top three um, is really really interesting too. And so, can JJ McCarthy make a bit of a move here? You know, the, the NFL teams already had a chance to look at Bo Nix and Michael Penix at the Senior Bowl. This is really sort of JJ's first chance to introduce himself to the league. And so um, yeah, he's going to have a chance to really help himself here. So I think, you know, the, the, the quarterbacks, the couple of receivers will be interesting. You know, can Malik Neighbors or Romadunze make up some, some, some ground on, on Marvin Harrison while they're here? Um, you know, I'd say that those are the things, as far as the college kids go, that people are talking about. Uh, Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist at the MMQB, is in Indianapolis at the Combine. Best or juiciest rumor you've heard, either draft or trade-wise, thus far in Indy? Um, yeah, I, I would say, you know, like, I... I think the the way the quarterback and receiver positions stack up is interesting, at least like some of the conversation there. Um, yeah, Jaden Daniels, I think, is caught in, you know, in some cases past Drake May um, in some teams' draft rooms. Um, I think um, you know some teams. You know, they, I don't know that anybody really thinks Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze is a better prospect than Marvin Harrison, but there are certain things about those guys that um, some teams like more than Harrison. Um, I know from a rumor standpoint, I, I I would say this, Jonas. Like I think, you know, like the, the the veteran market, like as far as the free agency stuff goes, we're a little too far away from that. You know, and that to, 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 to really get like, hey, this guy's going here, this guy's going there. And I think most of the names of guys who can who could be traded over the next month has sort of been out there. So you know, I, I, you, you had the guys I mentioned, LeJarius Sneed, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Um, you know, and then I think you have, like, some of the tagged guys who, 
is it possible that, you know, two, three weeks from now, um, you know, long-term negotiations haven't gone the right way and those guys could be getting traded. I think there are a couple of guys who could be in that category, Brian Burns of the Panthers, maybe T. Higgins, um, you know, with the Bengals. Um, so I think that that's – I mean, most of that trade stuff is still sort of coming together here. I'll I'll, I'll go here with it, A.B. I, I'm, I'm curious in terms of going into the, the combine, seeing everything, you know, that, that's taking place with the prospects – a lot is is made about the, the the quarterbacks, but you know I I saw the the defensive linemen making a move and the edge guys. How how prominent is that? Has that position and and making sure you get it right with that position become at at the combine? I mean, because obviously you know getting to the quarterback has to be there has to be a premium placed on that as well. And obviously, you know, I'm saying this because course chop robinson and the linebackers and you know you know what up, chop? Yeah, I, I as adisa you know those guys are going to be, be yeah well we, we would see one in the top 10 it feels like maybe outside of like chop or verse like there's not going to be many up there yeah be dallas turner right dallas like turner, alabama yeah. yeah so like I, I i do think you know at the top end of the draffles are um it sounds to me like it's Teams view it as being like really, really strong, right? Like so, like I think if you look at the top after the first round, it's not just like really high end players, but it's high end players at premium positions, um, where it costs a lot for a veteran player, right? So quarterback, receiver, tackle. There are a couple of the edge rushers, like you said. Um, I don't think it's a great edge rusher class, though. So I think you know that actually could wind up helping guys like the ones we're talking about, like Verse, like Chop Robinson, like um, Dallas Turner, because teams could look at it and say there aren't great options in the second or third round so we need to get one now you know so i think one or two of those guys could get pushed up a little bit by that dynamic and i think that's sort of scarcity i'd say it's sort of the i say it's sort of the dynamic of the entire class because um i think it's only 58 underclassmen declared which that number was like 144 five years ago um, and I think you guys know as well as I do what the reasons are. NIL is giving guys a chance to go back to school. The guys who really need money don't need to push it now um, and make that decision and go into the pros. And so, you know, what that's sort of created, I think, across the board is, is a depth issue. You know, so I know just talking to some teams that, um, you know, there's a feeling that after the fourth or fifth round, there's a pretty massive drop-off. And like, some teams are going to have, like, free agent grades on guys that are picking in the sixth and seventh rounds. Um, and so, you know, I think, again, like that creates, I think, a lot of value for picks in the first couple of rounds. Mm. Uh, I want to pick up on something that you just talked about. You mentioned like something you had heard in regards to the quarterbacks, wide receivers, maybe how they're ranked. And I know you touched on Jay Daniels, but are you talking about just in regards to how, you know, Harrison, Neighbors, Adunze are looked at as a surefire prospects as compared to the quarterbacks? Or like, what do you mean when you said that? When I said like that, there's. Do you mean like the three guys, the three guys at receivers having having a chance to go really high? You saying Brady? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like when I look at this draft, I think you could make the case as far as prospects. Like the top six prospects might be quarterbacks and wide receivers. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair, and I I, I think it's it, it, the 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 way that 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 sets up at both positions, I think is sort of similar. Um, in that you have one guy who's been sort of seen. And for a while now, like as a generational prospect, you know, on the quarterback side, that's Caleb. And then on the, uh, on the receiver side, obviously that's Marvin. 
And then after that, you have a couple of guys who probably would be you know top five, top ten picks in any year, right? So those guys probably aren't in the same like sort of plateau as as Caleb and Marvin, but. You know, Drake May and Jaden Daniels would both be high end quarterback prospects, probably top ten picks in any draft. And the same goes for Roma Dunze and Malik Neighbors at receiver. Um and then I think the other part of all of this and what's gonna happen in the top ten is you have a crap load of tackles. You have I think it's right. probably gonna be who, seven who's the tackles. top tackle there, Albert? Uh, who who are you feeling is the top tackle this Yeah, I, I know what you're getting at. So I we what have happened? to give LeVar his moment with, with Chop. So we gotta oh, give you what about offense. Yeah. What about offensive linemen? Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, you mean my moment with Chop? We got one on the other side of the yeah. ball. Yeah, too. Albert. Who's, hey, who's the know, top tackle, what, Albert? What, 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 Brady, what Brady's trying to get at with you is that Joe Alt and yeah. Lufasano yeah. has number all, one tackle. Oh, Lou. Yeah. yeah. Cheers yeah, to the linebacker lounge. All yeah. number one. There. All right. I mean, what a heck of a guy. Is he an impressive guy, Albert Breer? Like, honestly. That Joe Alt, is he impressive or what? That, 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 oh, Yeah, he was, wasn't he recruited as like a tight end or something, right? Like, and then he yeah. like put on another 30 pounds and puts a starting left tackle as a freshman or something, right? Like, yeah. it is pretty impressive. You got Brady. You're, you're talking about Olu that. blocking for uh, Caleb Williams in high school? That's who you, who you were talking about? Yeah. Wow. No, I, I actually I only found that out a couple uh, couple days ago that Olu was, was Caleb's left tackle in high school, so that's pretty good, too. He's been protecting some pretty good quarterbacks. I mean, that's – I mean – Talk about a resume, huh? I mean, I'm just saying. You know? Well, I was going to ask you then. Where did Caleb Williams learn how to scramble like that? I mean, it was oh, see, you. Uh, he had to run out of the uh, right oh. side of the offense. Oh, you know? that what it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty darn good to his left. It was a great was. one. That was a great one. That was really good. Um, Albert, uh, speaking of good, uh, of very Caleb good. Williams. Is this a foregone conclusion? I'm so glad you did that because that was the next question. It had to be, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, is, is it, yeah. you know, basically Justin Fields is going to get dealt sometime in the next week yeah. or so? And then, and that's the feeling you're getting from there in Indianapolis? Yeah. And no one's told me that definitively, but I mean, it certainly feels like that's the way the wind's blowing for, been blowing for a while. And I, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think like, you know, I, I understand why Ryan Poles has to tell the world that he's keeping his options open because I think, you know, in the end, what you want to have coming out of this week, if you're the Bears, is like a full a full view of of all of your options in front of you. So you don't want teams to stop calling in either. You know, you don't want teams to stop calling on the number one pick. You don't want teams to stop calling on Justin Fields. You want to have again like a clear eyed view of all of your options. Um, but you know, like I, in the end, like. You know, the chance to get a guy who's seen as a generational talent, the chance to reset the rookie quarterback, the rookie contract uh, for your quarterback, it's just too much to pass up. So, I mean, I, I don't, by the way, think that like Poles and, and Matt Eberflus would talk, be, would be talking about doing right by Justin Fields um, and so openly discussing the, the possibility that they will trade him if they weren't pretty far down the road on a decision to do so. Are all the conversations around Caleb – or somebody from the camp or somebody randomly or whoever it was that said it, you know, him not necessarily wanting to go to Chicago and, and him wanting ownership if he did go to, like, are all those conversations deaded or is there still any type of, you know, undercurrents of, of those types of, of things being stated? Yeah. LeVar, I, I think um... – you know, I think a lot of those conversations were not coming from Caleb. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of those conversations were coming from his dad. Oh, well, there we and, go. Um, yeah, and I and I and I and I think it's an interesting dynamic because you know I 
like I, I think about like Patrick Mahomes, right? And Mahomes like has a lot of noise around him, right? Like with everybody around, like all the people that are around him, he does such a great job of being steady and being a normal guy. And you know, I I think like that's sort of what if you're the Bears, you're looking at with Caleb. It's you know you've seen all this noise around him, right? Like how how has he been able to steady himself through all of that? Um, and it actually, I think, to some degree, like should in the long run give you a clearer evaluation of who he is, because you're going to deal with noises in the NFL quarterback. You're going to deal with a lot of different things coming your way. You're going to deal with money. You know, he's already uh, made a lot of money as a college player. So as you're going through and evaluating um, Caleb Williams, I think it actually could wind up giving you a more complete evaluation of what he's going to be at 23, 24, 25 years old as a person because he's already had a lot of that noise around him. He's already had a lot of money, you know. Um, and so, you know, I know coming into, you know, the the season when we were hearing a lot of those things back in, you know, August, September, um, you yeah, know, NFL teams really felt like when based on the information they were getting, that a lot of those things about equity in a team or forcing his way out to this team or that team, a lot of that stuff may have been coming from his dad and not from him. Um, obviously, that's something the Bears have had to dig into. And you know, my understanding is the Bears have done a ton of work on that stuff already. Get him on Twitter or X at Albert Breer. He's our senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, a lead content strategist there as well, too. Albert, we appreciate it. Get some sleep. Uh, enjoy the rest of the week there in Indy, and uh, we'll do it again next week. All right, thanks, guys. All right, boss. All right, there he is, uh, Albert Breer, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) (laughs) What What are you laughing at? Oh, no. What are you laughing at? Oh, no. What are they showing on TV? Oh, no. (laughs) See, I'm not the only one that talks about Chris Jones. All right. They're showing it on TV right now. Oh, Chris Jones. Oh, Chris Jones. Are they showing the forty time? Yeah, yeah. like they, oh, should, they on repeat. <laughs> uh, uh, hopefully they're, they're bleeping it out. Um, I did. Yeah, they did. I did. They had to. Yes. You can't let Snuffleupagus <laughs> no, show you his, can't. his face there. By the way, that blur on the TV network. looked like a manhole cover. Yeah. <laughs> I still the best thing about that moment. The best thing about that moment was when he goes up. <laughs> To the guy and tells him yeah. that it fell it out, came out. <laughs> and the guy just looks at him like, "I know, man. We we all saw it. Like people a hundred yards away saw it fall out. Like we we all saw it. Uh, the, like no one missed that, but the slide though that had to be the <laughs> the most the cover intense." Up crazy feeling to slide like three, four yards on the ground it like worked that, out, man. It worked out well for it him. It did. You know, you know what's funny about D-tackles, too? And, LeVar, you could probably test this. Like, I don't even know if people watch them to finish the 40. They usually just watch the first 10 or 20-yard split because what are they ever – if they're running 40 yards in a straight line, <laughs> they got beat. Like, someone's <laughs> run for a touchdown. True. And so I don't know how many of, like, the evaluators were still watching at that point of his 40. But everyone at home sure was. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Well. Hey, man. There it is. It was. It was right there on the television screen. Right there. One of the great fumbles in NFL history. Jonas was so excited and happy. Some some would say one of the biggest sacks in NFL history. MVP. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.